You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. The eternal age's duration, as far as how long it will last, it was about the quality of the age to come. Only secondarily was it about the duration of time. In the eternal age, or, or, or the eternal life, this is an age in which injustice, oppression, and violence would be put right. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery, and this is episode 382. Our title this week is those things which are eternal and our reading is from the gospel of john it's john 6 24 through 35 once the crowd realized that neither jesus nor his disciples were there they got into the boats and went to capernaum in search of jesus when they found him on the other side of the lake they asked him rabbi when did you get here jesus answered very truly i tell you you are looking for me not because you saw the signs i performed but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works that God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they said to him, What sign will you give that we might see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, Always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. So, again, that's John 6, 24 through 35. I grew up understanding this passage as encouraging our focus to uh, to be on getting to heaven in the afterlife and, and not focusing on earthly realities that impact our lives in the here and now, not investing too much importance in those. And an earthward focus, it was considered a, a waste of time, kind of like the, the old adage, arranging deck chairs on the Titanic. And this school of interpretive thought, it's borne deeply destructive fruit. It's, it has always been co-opted by oppressive powers to create a kind of Christianity that leaves the oppressive systems of the powerful untouched by, by Christian followers. And this kind of Christianity, it led those like, like Karl Marx to label religion itself as an opiate of the masses. I want to offer an alternative interpretation of Jesus's words in John this week. Jesus said to those who want who wanted to use him, and remember we talked about last week, use him to gain political power. He said, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. Now, most biblical scholars recognize that the word translated as eternal here, it's, it, it, it's described a, it describes a future time when God would establish establish justice 
on earth. And that vision contrasted this present age of violence and injustice and oppression with a future age of justice, restoration, and peace. And the eternal age it contrasted with a present temporary age, the focus of, of eternal, it wasn't primarily uh, about the, 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 the eternal age's duration as far as how long it will last. It was about the quality of the age to come. Only secondarily was it about a duration of time. In the eternal age or, or, or the eternal life, this is an age in which injustice, oppression, and violence would be put right. So in this context, an alternative, life-giving interpretation of Jesus' words in John's gospel is a call to focus on the long game of establishing justice in the earth over the temporary gains of power and privilege and property. Remember, these were the group of people that were coming to force Jesus into being king. So, so let me offer some examples. Those in control of and benefiting from, say, the U.S. fossil fuel industry, they have a decision to make. Continue making enormous profits today and make our planet uninhabitable through the climate change that results from burning uh, their industry's products, or abandon those profits, that food that spoils, to ensure that our planet remains a safe, habitable home for everyone. That's, that's food that endures to eternal life. A friend, another example, a friend connected to Various evangelical and fundamentalist ministries shared this example with me recently. My friend is, has, has witnessed those who have successful ministries pressured to embrace or align with the current surge of, of Christian nationalism and, and that movement's politics. And if they do, they're choosing to support or at least go along with things that they never would have imagined themselves supporting just to keep money flowing into their ministries. Their choices between standing against what they see happening and trying to, to rightly inform their supporters and, and possibly losing financial support and then having to downsize their quote-unquote successful ministries and or the opposite of staying silent, going along with, with these troubling things, and then trying to maintain supporters who, who understand what they're doing and supporters who not just the ones who understand what they're doing, but the, even those who are sincere but misled and misinformed. And this, this is a textbook example of working for food that spoils rather than food that endures to eternal life. U.S. politicians right now have a very similar choice. Do they go along with, with Trumpism and anti-vaccination and or other troubling party platforms to, to get reelected next year during the midterms and, and working for food that spoils? Or do they stand against what they feel is harmful? We see some doing that right now, and they face possible political ruin over doing the right thing, doing the right thing long-term, working for food that endures to eternal life. This is another variant of the choice that's laid before Luke's Gospel's audience. You remember in Luke 9.25 where it says, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world and let lose or forfeit their very self? So, and I know something of having to make these kinds of choices. When I had these decisions to make, I was naive. And, and to be quite honest with you this week, I didn't fully understand what doing the right thing would cost. Uh, my line in the 
sand was for Renewed Heart Ministries to choose between inclusion and affirmation of LGBT folk or exclusion. And my choice to embrace affirming Christian theology has cost this ministry everything to this day. My journey has included consequences that have not always been easy to bear. And I don't regret my decision, uh, but I also want to be honest that the decision, it almost tanked Renewed Heart Ministries. One year, we were one of the most successful ministries of our denomination, and the next, we were on the brink of having to close. More than eight years later, today, we're still coming back from that. And And for me, not working for food that spoils, it meant refusing to stay silent and and, and conventionally employable when I saw my LGBTQ friends being harmed by our denomination. Working for food that endures to eternal life, for me, it meant doing the right thing, uh, the just thing, the compassionate thing, the nonviolent thing, even if that meant that I had to give up some things on that journey. And what's been the result? Well, today, I belong to a community that's very different than the one I used to belong to. Some folks from the old days have kept on journeying with me. Some have yet to make that journey and still others, I've had to come to terms with the fact, I've had to accept the fact that that others never will take that journey. But, but, But my community today, it includes people who feel as passionate as I do about justice and making our present world a better and safer place for those marginalized in the present system. Have we seen sacrifices? Absolutely. But but we've also seen gains as well. Our ministry is still recovering materially, but those that I've met and am in relationship with today, I might never have had the pleasure or privilege of knowing if I had not chosen this path. And it's they. They are the ones that make it worth it for me. If there is an age to come, as, as Jesus taught, what we will be able to take with us is not our our money or our political power or our property, but rather the relationships we've made here in our present age with the people that we we hold most dear. And working with them is working for food that endures to eternal life for me. What does it mean for you? What decisions have you had to make in your own uh, along your own journey, and and what have they cost you? What what have you gained? Instead, as a result of making those difficult decisions, and for all of us, what are the decisions that still lie ahead of us? Whatever they are, I have confidence today that the food that endures is the better choice. And it may not always be the easiest choice, but it is ultimately the better choice. And and together, in community, we can face the fallout of our better choices come what may. As Jesus said, don't work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. Heart Group application this week, share something that spoke to you from this week's e-site or podcast episode with your heart group. Uh, What does eternal number two, what does eternal versus temporary mean to you? Discuss that with your group. And then number three, as always, what can you do this week, big or small, to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone? Thanks for checking in with us today, right where you are. Keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working towards justice. I love each one of you dearly. I'll see you next week.